gone are my blues and gone are my tears. I've got good news to shout in your ears. The long lost dollar has come back to the fold. With silver you can turn your dreams to gold. Oh, we're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what Everyone, it takes hello, welcome to, to the April 19th through 21st edition of Show Business. I am CP. I am Dino of the Late Late Horror Show. And I'm Lindsay of my Two Cents of Nonsense. And we're joined by a special guest, uh, Sean Chandler of Sean Chandler Talks About, with, with his giant bass is here. Uh, thank you for being here, <laughs> Here <Sean>. I am. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. Hey, Sean. Hello. Thanks for coming on the show, man. It's nice to be here and get to talk nerdy stuff, numbers and things like that. So mm-hmm. Yeah. When I thought of Avengers, I thought of nobody else to ask you. Uh, so <laughs> before before we get to Avengers, Dino, why don't you read us what happened this past? I think it was a ho- holiday. Was it technically a four Easter day weekend? weekend? Or it was. Uh, was it listed as a four or three? No, th- three day weekend. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, coming in first is La Llorona. Did I say that correctly? <laughs> I just wanted you I to butchered read that. It. <laughs> You know what movie I'm talking about, people. Uh, 26 million uh, followed in second place. 16 million, Shazam. Then we got Breakthrough at 11 million, mm-hmm. which very interesting that came up so high on the list. But uh, Captain Marvel did a little bump and is in fourth place with 9 million. And Little rounds us out in fifth place with 8 million for the weekend. Woo. Yeah, as Captain Marvel, uh, as you said before we went live, it, or maybe it was Lindsay. Yeah. Captain Marvel was in, in sixth last week, so it's it's not an incredible push. I mean, last year Black Panther had a bit of a bump mm-hmm. uh, the week before Avengers, so strange, but not totally out there. And the, it's the seventh big, week though. That's that's impressive. Like, yeah, yeah, and fourth, finally yeah. crossed a billion. It, it was over a billion for I think a couple of weeks now. So mm-hmm. I think it hit four hundred million domestic this week with, with this past weekend right yeah. right so yeah the 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 there's the weakest easter weekend in what since 2012 Lindsay? Uh, i believe 2012 yeah yeah and what, what the movies that came out that year just to have on the record were the 3d version of titanic and american reunion the, the finale <laughs> to the american pie verse oh my <laughs> <laughs> interesting uh, wow. so you guys saw the Curse of La Llorona. Yes, I did. So uh, I guess we'll start with, with, <laughs> we'll start with you, Sean. <laughs> All right, yeah. So I actually, uh, kind of going through the movies in this, this top four, I saw more trailers for Breakthrough than I did for Curse of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, that's going to just any random movies just in front of, they play Breakthrough a ton. I think I saw one for Curse of La Llorona. And then even beyond that, I guess I don't want to, in case I'm not supposed to spoil anything like that, but um, there's a specific thing they could have done with that movie to promote it, to get a lot more people to go see it in the trailers, and they didn't do. And it's not like a big surprise twist or anything like that in the movie. It's just very weird that they chose not to promote the movie heavily and that they didn't say this very important thing about the movie that makes it more interesting. They just don't say it in the trailers, even though they hint at it heavily. You're Agreed. referring to the Conjuring tie-in, right? Is that is that what so, you were? Do you want to say that? I will. I, I will <laughs> I'll take the heat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's blatantly in the Conjuring universe, but it's not an interesting. It's not like that's not a twist reveal. This isn't like Split, where it's like keep a secret, like <laughs> hush hush. No, I mean, in the trailer, they show the character that's the bridge between this film and and the Annabelle films, and. Just for no reason, they just they said from the producers of the Conjuring instead of saying in the Conjuring universe. Like I have no clue why you would do that. As if you're gonna put this guy in the trailer, why would you? Why would you not say that? So I don't I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why they promoted it that way. I don't know why there weren't trailers out there. But as I said, Breakthrough, this faith based movie, I probably saw five times as many trailers for it as I did for The Curse of La Llorona. And I go to most all of the horror movies, and I still didn't see trailers for this thing. That's a good point. That's a real. I, I hadn't realized that, but yeah, you're right. I I I think I only saw like a half trailer for this like three months ago. Hmm. Like the, it's like the scene in the car, and that was it. I'm like, oh, that was that's a cool scene. I'll see that. But I think that was it. Yeah, interesting. It still uh, made it to first place too with 26 million. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's it's not 
great or anything, but it's not <laughs> bad either. It's just like right in this weird mediocre middle where I don't understand why they didn't – like it's better than several of the other movies in the Conjuring universe. I don't know why they didn't – like I just don't understand what they were doing with it or why they treated it the way they did. But, I mean, it still made $25 million, so – Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually really want. Sorry, sorry CP. The, the, no, no, the, uh, the not the Warrens, but the the guy that they bring in to be the not Warrens in this movie. I I thought he yeah. was awesome. I want him yeah, in he's more the best of these part movies. Of the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. As soon as he showed up, I probably bumped my score up a letter grade because he was just so fun. Right. I mean, it was. I can't remember his name on Breaking Bad, but he was so. As, if, if I'm repeating any Tuco, that's it. Thank you. Rest in peace, Lorraine Warren, who passed away oh. this weekend. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. and uh, Lindsay, just to say real quick, you are blurry, so you've got your blur on in Skype. Just to oh, throw that, that out. There. Weird thing again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've got your Skype's new post. interesting little effects they got going on there. You don't want to see my background. You just want to see me. <laughs> is it trying to be blurred out? Is it offensive? Mm. Uh, Lindsay, you, you, we heard nothing of what you said. Oh, so I was. If you want to just go ahead and restart? Yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of going to say uh, I was. I, I like what's her name, uh, uh, Linda Cardellini from uh, Freaks and Geeks and Scooby Doo and stuff like that. So yeah. I like seeing her. And I, I loved when Tuco showed up, but yep. I was just kind of disengaged for a lot of the movie. It just felt very, very traditional, like a very, yep. it, it just felt like a, like an, it should have come out around the, a couple years after Insidious. It was just doing the Insidious thing again in oh. a way. All jump scares pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. And actually it did one thing that really annoyed me because I've liked how a lot of jump scares these days have been just things in the frame as opposed to like cranking up the music. So it'll be like someone screaming or someone actually hitting something. But then this movie went and ruined that by having characters scream so loudly. It, just, it was as bad as them cranking up the move, the music. Mm. So it even messed up that, the thing I like. Uh, yeah, so, so the thing that makes the Tuco character so interesting, he has totally deadpan sense of humor. Yes. And for like you know half the movie, 60% of the movie, there's almost no humor. And then he shows up and everything he says is just totally deadpan and it all kind of lands. Yeah, uh, and the guy's kind of like it's like he's sleepwalking through the role, and somehow it totally works in the context of this movie. And I mean, it was every single one of them got a laugh out of the audience, and it, it like the whole tone of the movie kind of changes as soon as he shows up. Yeah, it, it's it really kicked it up at least three notches, at least yeah. a couple points. It was it was kind of impressive. Uh, <laughs> But I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd really be in a hurry to watch it again. <laughs> it's, it's one of those I'm kind of just okay with forgetting. Except for Tuco. Hey, I want more of him. Yes. Did, did both of you see Breakthrough? No, I did not. Uh, I did. It was, honestly, it was better than a lot of faith-based movies these days. Was, uh, it, was it proper for Easter? Because I always thought that that release date was a little funky. It's, I mean, it fits. Like, God's Not Dead 3 came out last Easter. So, you know, it, it, it kind of makes sense. Okay. Uh, it, 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 and this one's kind of fascinating because, like, it's directed by Bellana Torres from Star Trek Voyager. It stars Eric Foreman, the Allstate guy, and uh, oh, who uh, who's the other? And Josh Lucas, like, heartthrob from the early 2000s. So it's a very all-over-there cast. And, but they're all very good. Eric Honestly, Foreman like, from that seven, 70s show? Yeah, wow. I, and I always really like him, and he he did not sleep through this movie. He really well, brought his A game. Everyone else did, and I, I don't know. It almost worked. It, he has to yeah, wash off worked. playing David Duke first of all. So, <laughs> so there's that. Mm. <laughs> yes, that's very true. He played David Duke in Black Klansman. Uh, he so, owned David Duke. In Black <laughs> so is it is it is it going to stick? Like, is it just one least one weekend and out kind of deal? Uh, Maybe two weekends. Oh, and Mike Coulter. That was the other guy I was trying to think. Luke Cage is in this movie, too. <laughs> uh, and, you know, when it's like the scenes are about the family, it's really good. It just it just <laughs> always does the same thing. It just gets too preachy. That's it. When it's not being preachy, it's great. When it gets too preachy, it's it's unfortunate. So overall score, then? Uh, I'd maybe, if, maybe, maybe a five. <laughs> which <laughs> is, higher, which is higher than I give a lot of other faith-based okay. movies. So. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So... The, the the big news news uh, of the of the last week since we've been here was that New Mutants uh, does not have a date anymore. It it went pushed back. It, we're supposed to have it, I think, now. We're supposed to have it in April of no no. We're supposed supposed to have it April of eighteen, and then it got yeah. pushed back to August. Yeah, and, August. Yeah. And now no date. Gino, I'll I'll lead with you on this because you have an interesting theory as to what you think this is doing, and then and then I'll field the rest of you out for. 
Yeah, I mean, I've been reading a lot of articles and this and that. I mean, it's hard to take anybody's word for anything when it comes to the right. new mutants with everything that's been going on. But, right. um, you know, Disney's launching the Disney Plus platform soon. And there were October. some... Yeah, yeah. And there's certain articles that I've come across where people have said may end up shooting for releasing this on Disney Plus or for some reason Hulu, which I disregard that totally. I'm not sure why they would do Hulu and not Disney Plus unless mm -hmm. it's really not good. So uh, but there's that. That's my hypothesis. Uh, something I've, you know, figured out here through all these articles and stuff like that. But I mean, who knows? We may never see it, but it may show up as something big on Disney plus one day. So yeah. Sean, uh, back in January, I think Anya Taylor joy was being interviewed, red carpet, all everything for glass. Mm -hmm. And glass. someone walked up to her and they went, Hey, what can you tell us about new mutants? And <laughs> she pauses. Like there's this second where you can see like, She's like, I have no clue what to like, pauses, like her eyes get big. And she goes, my character in it is very interesting. It's unlike anyone else. I've, it just gives this generic, she doesn't say anything about the movie, the release. And clearly she's like, I have no clue what's going on with that. But I mean, what I had heard was that they were going to do, they wanted to do big reshoots to add a character into mm -hmm. it. But because of their different shooting schedules for their you know, TV shows, different big projects, it was just taking a little while to be able to find the right moment to do the extensive reshoots they wanted to do. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, they <laughs> delayed it a year and a half and they don't even know when to do reshoots mm. and Disney's about to acquire Fox. Like, I don't mm. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know where this thing's going, but um, that's not good. And yeah. then about a month ago at one of these um, – at the um, conference for like movie theater owners, I think. I forget what it's called. Oh. They had it on the schedule. Show West. Show West is what it's called. Show West. Okay. Cool. You, that's good that you know that. They, they, had it on, they showed it at a they, – they still had New Mutants on the calendar. And I was like shocked. I was like I can't believe that they still have this on the calendar. And so I was assuming they were going to push it back. So I'm not – when it was hmm. announced a day or two ago when this was actually being delayed and has no release date, I was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense to me because mm -hmm. it, it was baffling that it was still on there. And they haven't done the reshoots yet as far as I know. What's incredible is the trailer, I, I remember being quite intrigued by the trailer. So right. they had oh, really? The they, trailer could, they can make a trailer look good and intriguing, huh, CP? <laughs> good point, you know. Touche, mm. good point. <laughs> Lindsay. I, I, I'm in the exact same boat you were, CP. I thought that first trailer looked awesome. I was so down for a horror superhero movie, just something to change things up. It's not a different pace. Like, I don't know if I want to say we need a superhero musical, but like a superhero musical just to do something different would be cool. So a horror movie was a good first step. But yeah, I didn't even, I hadn't thought about it, but it makes sense that they haven't done those reshoots yet because Maisie Williams has been shooting Game of Thrones. Anya Taylor-Joy was doing Glass. That adds up... Uh, yeah, so in oh my god, if it gets bumped to Hulu instead of Disney Plus, that would be really funny to me because that'd be almost like you're not good enough for our mate. Yeah, you go to Hulu. <laughs> yeah, you would think they just dump it off at this point, right? It's it's what two thirds of a movie. I would being generous, right? Well, I, at the I think I think that's what the whole debate is going on with what's you know that little thing you know whether to launch it on their platform or mm -hmm. what they're going to do. So it's in limbo right now. So you know, it's all up in the air. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, hmm. nothing, nothing positive as far as news on, on New Mutants. And my guess is that it's hmm. probably more mediocre, I guess. I would hmm. bet they just don't know how to uh, promote it, and it's kind of in Maybe. that mediocre middle. Yeah. And they're like, how do we move it from mediocre middle to something better? I bet part of the problem is they're like, even if we put this out, it's just so – eh. Like, mm. why even bother? <laughs> it's just right. – just, um, I w that's what my guess. It's not even going to be a super train wreck where you're like, oh, you've got to watch this. It's so bad. It's good or interesting. <laughs> it's just there. Yeah. So, so it's not going to be a uh, fan four stick. It's going to be, uh, I, I don't even know. I, the fan, the father, fantastic four movie. From the, <laughs> the, 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 oh the, the no. Or whatever. <laughs> that's my guess. But mm. yeah, it's a, it's a weird situation. Yeah. 
It's uh, I don't know. Like it's it, it's it's interesting with the internet how much behind the scenes info we have these days. Because you know, like twenty years ago, we would know none of it. We yeah, would have right. seen the trailer, and then the movie would have disappeared, and we would have forgotten about it until we saw the trailers again in two years if they ever came out again. I mean, that's like when it, growing up, um, my sister would go to the comic book shops, and I'd get Wizard magazine oh, yeah. every month. And they had a whole two-page article on the Fantastic Four, and my and this is back in the day. There was, you know, there's like one comic book movie every year. And so my sister and I are like, hey, look, Fantastic Four is going to be a movie, and they had set photos and everything. And then, like eight years went by, I was like, whatever happened? To, like I have a, the magazine right here. Whatever happened to Fantastic Four? And then it leaks to the internet. The whole story gets out there, and all the backstory on that they only shot it to keep the rights to it and like this <laughs> cynical thing it's still never actually been released you so you can only watch it bootleg but um you know Thank back in the day, yes, <laughs> uh, a wonderful wonderful thing but um yeah like we didn't know any of this stuff back in the day which in its own way made it like mysterious right now it's just mm-hmm. going to be this blah movie that we eventually see in some format somewhere yeah right. The, the way you talk about that, I'm curious to see if if the Nicolas Cage Superman movie, if oh. it were being made today, what 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 the temperature would be of that? Because it's an intriguing story. John Schnepp made a documentary about the the process of of that movie, and it's mm-hmm. it's fascinating to say the very least. It would be really that's, interesting. No. Go ahead. That's the only thing I've ever crowdfunded or given oh, to a GoFundMe wow. was for a, that John Schnepp documentary. Oh wow! Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, so a trailer dropped uh, a large one for, for us in the horror community. Um, <laughs> you say that so shamefully. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what community. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a loner. I'm, I'm nowhere. Uh-huh. Um, oh, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Child's Play, the, the remake, got its second trailer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people are complaining about the most strange things regarding this movie. <laughs> and, and really? I, I have to, strange yeah, things? Yeah. The the way Stranger Things, the way the way Chucky looks. I mean, I think you're on board with that, Dino. You're one of the complainers about his look, right? Yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised at the the trailer and everything, the voice, everything. But the way Chucky looks is the only. And I'm not even going to call it a problem because it's not a problem. <laughs> it's just if I have anything negative to say, it, it is the way he looks. He's he's supposed to be a robot, but doesn't quite got that look and that grin mm-hmm. the i don't know it just didn't do it for me i don't know thoughts so you're still skeptical on chucky as a character yeah in the movie like i said everything looked great you know can i can i send you a copy of seed to rewatch and, and then you can get back <laughs> to me on how, how you feel sure. about chucky Sure. Ooh, Ooh. Uh, Sean, what are your thoughts on the? I have, I'm, yeah, no, you've done a reaction video for it, right? We could, we could no, watch. No, I actually haven't. I watched. I haven't actually. I watched. I did the first one. Uh, oh, that's that one. I'm but uh, I just the last week I've just been so busy, and then I've also been trying to stay off the internet because I'm just so scared of oh. catching the in-game right. leaks. Uh, mm. I didn't watch any of the new trailers that came out last week, and I still oh. haven't watched any of them. So I, if I don't do a reaction, I. Just hope that I can watch it in the theater for the first time. Um, if I don't do it, that's kind of my policy on things. Because I'd much rather see it on the big screen in the proper oh, format right. uh, and get to enjoy a trailer the right way and not be kind of part of my job or whatever. So yeah. I haven't caught this one yet. But okay. uh, my quick thoughts on Child's Play thus far, I, mm-hmm. I, I with 30 years and then there have been some bad movies in the main franchise. So, I, you know, 30 years feels like a reasonable amount of time. So I'm... I'm very open to the idea of doing it. And then when they said they got Mark Hamill, I was like, that, I, I, I'm digging this. You made me very <laughs> Yeah, the voice sounded great. I mean, it's yeah. We got a sentence. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's not enough one way or another. In no, my no, opinion, right. there's not True. enough there. Right, right. But that's that's my humble. No, I, I honestly think this is going to end up a lot like the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, where like the movie itself might get forgotten, but the performance is kind of heralded. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and like, it sure looks. I mean, I, I, I've never had that much love for Child's Play. I, I think it worked out better for the franchise when they stopped taking themselves so seriously. Although I do love like the special effects in the original movie. Like some of those are actually pretty impressive. Like, uh, but. 
Yeah, I, I love. I, I I'm literally only on board because of Mark Hamill at this point. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Yeah, okay. I'm I, I just like I, I it's uh, the the seed of Skynet. I don't know. Why not? Let's see what happens here. <laughs> I keep saying chopping wall with a heart. That's that's what I want to see. Oh, that's so. good. Okay, okay. But yeah, so I, I'm fired up. I have like three or four videos about such things. And Dino and I talked about this trailer at length on was it Thursday, Friday, Dino? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a couple yeah, hours. So Go back and check that. But the real reason that Sean is here, the the, the big weekend coming up. <laughs> uh, uh, real quick on Hellboy, dropping to 10. But anyway, we can skip past that. <laughs> Way to set the tempo. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about how bad Hellboy is before we drop into this. Okay. Uh, so Avengers We've already said Endgame. too much about Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Endgame is here. This this is the end of phase two, three, three. three? three. We on three? Yeah. All right. Three. So, Sean, give us an idea of what, what's going on, because you, in your comments section alone, you probably hear more about this than, than we do on a weekly basis. So That's mm-hmm. true. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, are you looking for just box office predictions? Where you want, where oh, you want to oh we'll, we'll get to that at the end, but, you know, okay. just, just excitement, uh, anticipation. Um, you know, so I've had my YouTube channel for almost three years now, and there's been nothing in the category of the way people are getting pumped about this one, um, mm-hmm. my viewers at least. I mean, they're like, I'm getting daily messages like, when's your review going up? When's your review going up? And so then I posted like on my community tab, Twitter, it's everywhere I can. I twi- posted, this is when I'm seeing Endgame, which is tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. And then posting my review that night, like I posted that everywhere and still people like private messaging me. And then I just said, my review is going up tomorrow. And they're like, but is it spoiler free? Is it spoiler free? I just need to know if it's spoiler free. It's like, I, every first review I, I have ever posted has always been spoiler free. <laughs> like, why on earth would I start suddenly, suddenly betray everything I've ever stood for on my channel and post a spoiler review for Endgame before the movie comes out? Well, I just need to make sure that George's going to spoil it for me. Like, I've never had anything like like this. Just people are going bananas. Uh, people are leaving comments in the comment section like, I'm getting like PTSD worried about getting, <laughs> getting a spoiler before I'm able to see the movie because I can't see it until Saturday. Like, Okay, I, wow. I mean, normally I think you're crazy for saying something like that, but it is Endgame, so I'm. Under, but I mean, people are—it's that level of just kind of bonkers. And then also, people just keep messaging me, uh, "How excited are you for this movie? How excited are you for this movie?" As if, I mean, I've only said very positive things. I keep putting videos out about it, saying how excited I am. It's like they just want me to affirm their excitement. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, no, no, man, you're cool. It, all of society's pretty pumped about this one. It's the big event movie of this year that we, we're all kind of going into with the level of like, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. So um, it's a neat little event. Yeah, sure. Sure. I like that uh, descriptive of it. <laughs> you, you touched on it there for a second there. You're relatively high profile as far as YouTubers covering comic book movies are concerned. What What is it? Do you, do you think that, that they want like, – it's like you said, the affirmation – why do you think that that your opinion is so heavy on these people? Like, is it is it like living vicariously through you, or, or like you said, is it just you know validation of of what? Like, before seeing the movie, if if you are do or do not like a movie, shouldn't that have no play on on whether or not somebody else does? That, that, that's just that's what I w- I hope. That's what I want. Like, <laughs> I feel bad when I go negative on a movie. So I wasn't too keen on Us, and I tried to even say that in my review. Like, yeah, there's the, the third act kind of disappointed me, and people were like coming at me like, "How could you do this?" And it's like. I'm not trying wow. to convince you. I don't. And say, like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, I was pretty down on that one. And I've spent the last what two years now with people like getting mad at me. I'm like, I'm not trying to take your joy away. That's not. Right. I, I do not want to do that. I wish I was enjoyed it the way that you did, but for this reason, this reason, this reason, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wish people could do that, but um, I don't. They just want to be like they it, like it affirms them if. Mm. They respect me and enjoy my opinion, and I feel the same way as them. They feel like they have a validated – there's validity sure. to their opinion, which I, I try and in my – every time I say, hey, comment down below, the mm-hmm. tone I always want to have is that my opinion is not the right one. It's just mine. Nobody's. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like I don't – and I want it to have that vibe to it. Like it's cool that you like the different things than me and have different opinions. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the universe interesting. Right, right. And so, yeah, it's um, – the, the pressure of that is kind of 
Mm. unpleasant for me to, to know that people are putting that much stock on it. And when people say, oh, yeah, you know, I know if you don't like a movie, I'm not going to go see it. I'm like, I don't wow. I doubt that our taste in movies line up that, uh, well enough for you to hold that opinion. <laughs> like, d- like, don't do that. Like, if you want to go see it, go see it, because that's uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, anyway, yeah, people love to be validated by other people's it, opinions. It seems like it's it's more with comic book, comic book movie fans than any other genre. I, at least that's my assumption with with, with my limited experience. Is, is, is that fair to, to assume? I'd say most fandoms are kind of like, because you see the very really? similar thing with Star Wars. A lot of people, that are, they aren't necessarily looking for videos that explain, you know, why they liked the movie when you hated it. They just want to hear why other people hated it. <laughs> or at least that, that that that's what I mean. That's kind of been the impression I've gotten anyway. I, for Last Jedi, at least, sure. Oh yes, <laughs> definitely for Last Jedi. <laughs> Star Wars fans have been kind of the the most impossible to please from my perspective. No matter yes. what you say about Star Wars, you're you're screwed. It's, yeah. it's going bad. <laughs> you can't be uh, negative on those movies at all in the YouTube well, community. Uh, well. And you if, can't if be you're... positive about certain ones either. Yeah. <laughs> no mm. matter which way you go, True. someone's going to yeah. get mad at you. Mm. Lindsay, mm-hmm. what's what's your uh, what's your temperature on Avengers? How how? I I my my plan is I'm just going to show up at the theater and whatever the <laughs> earliest screening with a decent seat I can show I can stand for three hours. I'm just going to just top on there and see it and just find something to do until that screening starts and just let it happen. So so no excitement. No, I'm so excited. I'm absolutely You're, excited. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just I'm trying not to get too overhyped either way on it. I mean, I know that's maybe that's impossible. Who knows? I I've loved the marketing for this. I love how little they've shown. I love the mm. what they've shown. I it's very it's this is like Marvel's Game of Thrones in a way. Like who's gonna die? Who's gonna come back? Who's gonna uh, well, get redemption? Who's not? Spoiler: like, Half of them are already dead. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, but who's gonna stay dead? Are they all gonna stay dead? Is well, Loki there you go. Yeah. Is Nebula coming? Not Nebula. Gamora is she coming back? Like all that stuff. Like uh, there's so many questions up in the air right now. Uh, are they actually in one of the timelines where they saw that they could beat him, or is Thanos gonna win? Wouldn't that be kind of kooky? Thanos just wins a second time. Huh. Dino, as as the the bar on the bottom here, what does this even register in your universe as far? The bar as... on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm actually as much as I have superhero fatigue, I'm quite fired up for this. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, me me too, me too. Oh, okay, uh, right, take I take. I don't think I have as much superhero fatigue as as you do. Okay, uh, okay. Believe it or not, we don't talk about it much, but no, I'm I'm pretty big on these of you know these the Marvel universe and stuff, so. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped. I can't wait to see what happens, especially after the cliffhanger from the last one. So, and and this is ending something here. So yeah, it's I'm very excited. Well, Captain, and I Marvel... think the numbers will show this too this week. So yeah, right. How right. big of an opening? That's going to be a fascinating thing yeah. to see. So in in the the top left of the YouTube screen for those mm. watching, uh, for those listening, uh, we have a YouTube stream of this every Monday night at. 9 p.m. Eastern. And if you're watching and wondering what we're talking about, there is a show business podcast, which the links are down below us there. Um, if you look at the top left, you'll see the top three all-time weekend grosses. Three-week, three-day weekend. It's Avengers Infinity War with... Dino, read it to me. I'm sorry. I Avengers Infinity War with uh, $258 million. Mm-hmm. In first place, uh, second place is uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens with 248 and in third is the last jedi 220 okay so and the, the interesting thing about avengers is that that was released in april as well right infinity war was it was basically right. the same weekend april 27th yes of 18 and and that that's that's an accomplishment in itself because lindsay why don't you tell us about the the historic great uh april releases and and just how that isn't really a sentence that should be it's kind of fascinating looking at the top 10 April openings of all time. All time? Uh, Yeah. uh, uh, So obviously Avengers is in first, uh, Infinity War. Uh, But then there's also four Fast and the Furious movies (laughs) in in the top 10. Well, well, Uh, give us the number drop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so Infinity War, (laughs) Furious 7, (laughs) (laughs) Jungle Book, the original, no, no, the remake. No. Uh, and then more Fast and the Furious, Fate of the Furious, uh, Captain America Civil War. No, so, sorry, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh, then two more Furious movies, Fast Five and Fast and Furious. Clash of the Titans? 
2010? Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Shazam. Yeah, yeah, you know, oh. sure, sure. Okay. And A Quiet Place. Yeah. Talk about all over the place. <laughs> yeah, April's a weird month. April, this, this is only recently that April was kind of the first blockbuster month. So, I, I mean, as you could... I mean, as you can tell, it was it was the Fast and Furious month uh, up until now. But it, it it is an interesting time. So some crazy numbers have been thrown out there. If any of you look at your local movie theater app, you mm. good luck trying to find tickets Thursday night, which count as Friday for the the box office numbers. Let's hear guesstimates on on what uh, are we breaking records this weekend, Sean? I think so. Uh, my the number that's just kind of been in my head is two hundred seventy five million. Really? Um, yeah, I, and I mean, some of it's it has all the same wave of momentum and everything as Infinity War, and you know, not everybody loved Infinity War, but the big complaint was it felt like half a movie, and we know everyone's coming back, but it wasn't ah, that, it's not Last Jedi where people are like I hate this now. I haven't heard anyone that's in that category. It's just people that were like, it's it's just half the movie. So those people are all going to come back, and I mean, you just look at all of the. Things on oh, the first day of ticket sales, it was breaking records. Atomic Tickets numbers are just insane how many more they sold. Oh but at the same time, I don't I don't know if a 300 million weekend is even possible yet because other movies are still in the theaters. Therefore, there just aren't enough screens to be able to make that big of a leap forward. So I'm going to oh, go with 275. They're going to make room. <laughs> I've actually got a very interesting comment on that front right before we started recording. I was reading a thing about how some a bunch of AMCs are staying open 24 hours. What? Some of, them for, some of them for just Thursday, some of them for Thursday, Friday, but some of them for, for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. can then. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying, right? Well, that's you know what, Sean? To, uh, I'll, I'll jump back on Sean's side here for a second. The movie is three hours plus. That's true. Yeah, that's so, true. So no matter how many screens you put it on, the one screen that it starts on, you got to wait three plus hours, three and a half at, at the tightest. So, you know, that plays into it too. It's not, it's not an hour or 40 where you, where you can get five shows over the course of, you know, 10 hours. It's, it, you're going to have to wait w w on one screen at least. So that, that might play into it, the, the, the sheer length of the film. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, true. I didn't factor that in. That could be one of the ones that's just this very odd thing that just kind of ticks it back just a little bit because you cut one showing every night that has a that mm. with a movie like this where so many people are trying to get tickets that multiplies out real quick Tino, mm. uh, are you asking for numbers right now yeah yeah <laughs> you're not 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 firm just you know yeah no, no I, I think um i think we're definitely record uh I, I i think we will approach 300 million on this i really do because i've been hearing the same things with movie theaters even around here uh staying open around the clock and so, so people are just jumping on this bandwagon, and you know, they're pushing it, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Let try my my app is being fidgety, but I will I will load my because I have I have two theaters within two miles of each other here, mm -hmm. and they're both getting it. I just just load, damn you. Uh, <laughs> I I will read how many shows and how many are sold out because I have to do the old school 1997 thing and wait in line. That uh, we do have a theater where you can you can. <laughs> pay for your seat but i was late to that party so one screen in 3d sold out sold out almost full 11 15 p.m almost full from 6 through midnight 30 regular not 3d all sold out you can buy tickets to 115 145 215 and 245 a.m that's that's early friday morning mm -hmm. sold out sold out 6 30 so it looks like it's on at least four screens and this is a theater that has eight so half the building will be playing avengers and it's if you don't want to see it if you want to see it not in 3d it's sold out until 1 15 in the morning yeah no it's crazy so i don't know that 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 screams records right there that that's yeah. that's a lot yeah, I'm saying 300 million or, or slightly under between 280, 300, but yeah, yeah, that's rabid fans. Mm -hmm. you, you think it'll it'll cool off a little bit for Friday afternoon, but then Saturday, I'm I can't imagine how, how ridiculous it will be. I feel bad for people that that want to go see 
I don't know, Shazam. And, <laughs> and their show gets canceled to make room for, for Avengers. They've been waiting weeks to see, she's, see Shazam, saving $2 a week, but they finally have the money and <laughs> Avengers is ruining it. Well, watch yeah. Captain America get bumped up to like uh, $10 million for the uh, opening, or for this weekend. You mean Captain Marvel? Uh, Captain, what did I say? Captain America. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That'd, no. be, that'd be an achievement. If Cap, Cap, <laughs> Cap, Captain Marvel. Suddenly back in the theaters. Yes, let's bring it back. Are they still? They used to do this thing where they played like the movies prior to it. Did, did you guys hear anything of like them doing yes. the Infinity War or anything else? Uh, I never got a ticket price because you had to like actually go through the whole rigmarole before they'd show you the price, and I just kind of got bored with it halfway through. But it was a lot of things you had to fill out. But like there was a theater nearby me that was doing for like I think it was two and a half days leading up to Thursday for the seven o'clock showing of the End Game. How many movies with the entire MCU? All of them, all every single one. Wow. And uh, yeah, and like, that's got to like, be a pretty thick price right there. It's it's got to be high, right? Because it includes food, uh, oh, it includes really? drinks. Like, so yeah, so I mean, they, that's the other hey. thing. Like, they they they, they were going to food and feed and water these people as well. <laughs> are they are they going to sleep these people too? Because what, is it is it like a marathon? How do they? Uh, so I haven't done one of these big ones, but I did do one for the Planet of the Apes, where I watched the first two, and then there was the seven o'clock of the new one, uh, and it was kind of fun for three. I, I didn't mind it, but there was like thirty minutes to forty-five minutes in between each one, so you can go out, stretch your legs, get something to eat, go to the bathroom, and come back, and then watch the next one. So I'm assuming, or they're just saying like, ah, oh, people will sleep through Thor two. Who cares? And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, they'll, sure. they'll catch a nap halfway through Age of Ultron to be fresh for the finale. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Mm. Uh, Sean, did, do, you're in, you're in the middle of the country. You're in Texas, right? Yes. Yeah. So, are they doing anything like that by you? Even if it's as small as just playing Infinity War first? Um, I mean, I I okay. haven't seen anything like that. I don't know anyone that's doing something like that. I know AMC always has something like that, but AMC's right. not particularly big here. So, really, uh, there's there's two AMC's in Austin, and so they're not in my into town. So. I don't know too much about them, so I haven't really heard anything about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dino, it, over there in Ohio, we're, we're all at different ends of the country. This is that's true, actually. That's funny. Quite interesting. Is that all the time zones? Are we do we have one person in each time zone, or no? We don't have the in between you and and Sean. There, right, we need right. a, a mountain. Okay. Yeah, we need a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't heard of anything like that over here in this area either. But I have okay. heard of the additional, you know, times pretty much 24 hours uh, running mm-hmm. the movie. But, yeah, nothing like that. Okay. And I'm, I'm just curious what, like, Sean, do you have a theory as why they waited to release? I mean, Easter week? Because everybody was off last week. Am I wrong in that? Wait, what? The holiday was, was last week, not this week. No, it was yesterday. Right. You, so you mean spring I'm, break I'm, for kids and families? Wouldn't, wouldn't you get more money from people being home this past weekend that just passed? Well, they don't want to go up against Breakthrough because that's actually uh, <laughs> uh, fun fact. It's the first movie that Fox produced that Disney has released since the merger is Breakthrough. So maybe they didn't want to. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's not a weekend that's a go to the movies weekend though. People are out of school. People are out of work, but they're out of that because it's a holy day, and so mm-hmm. people are going to church. So, like, for me, Sunday, um, my Sunday was just booked going mm. from church to this side of the family to this half of the family. Mm. Um, and so it's not a good – like, maybe to put out breakthrough that has a little bit of this, like, hey, let's go to from church to go see the movie about the kid dying in water, but his mom's praying what? for him. Let's go, <laughs> let's go see that movie after church on Sunday or before the, the Good Friday service. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it doesn't seem like the, hey, church is out. Let's go watch you know, Thanos kill people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good assessment, actually. Mm. That, is, that is quite good, actually. Um, <laughs> okay, so th- I guess that answers my question. Unless, Lindsay, you had a, a, a counter? You look like you had something to say? It's a conspiracy. <laughs> the Easter, the Peep Corporation is actually the parent company of Disney, and it. Okay, uh, I guess. All right. Yeah. Is a parent of is Disney really? <laughs> it's kind of abstract, but uh, Peep yeah. So, uh, so, so as we mentioned before, April isn't a very strong month. Is, is there something to be said for like it used to be? You waited till May, even mid June, to pump out the the giant blockbuster movie and and here we are with with all of disney's 
confidence, arrogance, whatever you want to call it. They're they're dropping something late April, and it's just gonna. We all agree it's gonna make at least two hundred million, right? Like, oh yeah, easily, yeah. comfortably two hundred million. So like one hundred and ninety nine million. <laughs> <laughs> so like this at at the very. Go ahead, you know. They they know it worked last year with Infinity Wars. Why not do it again? I guess my question, a, a longer version of the question I asked to Sean is. Are they leaving money on the table by releasing it when kids are in school on Friday and, and people need to get to work on Monday, vice versa, so on and so forth? Like as opposed to releasing it July 4th weekend or, or, or another typical movie weekend. So that's what's getting weird about it is that, um, I mean, you look at the top, however many that was, Infinity War and the two Star Wars movies. The two Star Wars movies came out with like, like December, December 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then right before Christmas break started, so school was still in for those ones as well. And kind of all of our bets, all the rules that seemed to play and determine the way we would calculate things five, ten years ago, Disney's kind of taken that and thrown it away and been like, mm-hmm. all right, we're just going to make these a big event films that it doesn't really matter when we drop them. People are going right. to show up to it. That seems to be what they're doing. Sure. And they're they're trying to find a window where – they get get a few weeks. So both with Infinity War and Endgame, they announced it as being released the first weekend in May, and then whenever like the first trailer dropped, they're like, "Just kidding, we're going to put it out a week <laughs> earlier." <laughs> like, why are you putting these movies out in May? But it gives them like one more week staying without power. any real competition. You had to get that staying power in the legs. I forgot about that. Didn't they announce like a month before Infinity War came out? Robert Downey Jr. said something like, "Hey, all my friends, let's go watch this movie a week early," and then they actually did. Like, like within, something like that. Yeah. Right. I'm not crazy. That that was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, it, okay. it was like this very weird, like, yeah, we're going to put it out a, a month early, like or a week early. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's <a> surprise. <laughs> yeah. Well, so like you were saying earlier, five, 10 years ago, the, this model is, is, I guess what I'm talking about. So that model used to be staying power too. you know, yeah. how many weeks can you stay at the top? And you, you kind of alluded to it with with them pushing up to april but that's not really the thing anymore it's it's not really you know let's stay in first for a month now it's just get as much money as you can weekend one yeah mm-hmm. well I, the, the the difference is like so many more big movies are put out each year like how many big movies did disney put out in 2008 2009 versus this year where they have star John wars marvel Carter. Captain Marvel, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home later this year, not to mention the uh, they got Aladdin coming out. They've had Dumbo. Like that, That's a lot of movies, and they gotta, Wait, you got to spread Spider- them out. Is Spider-Man officially Disney, or is that, that half and half? It's Sony. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, still. But, but I mean, it's, it, I mean yeah. in a certain way, it's competing with themselves. It is. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why they got to spread it out a little bit. But, I mean, it's, I think they've got you got four live-action remakes, I think, this year. Ugh. And then you've got three MCU films. Yeah. You've got Frozen 2. You've got... Uh, Star Wars in December. you got Star Wars in December. You've got uh, a Pixar movie. Like, I'm running out of fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and so, literally, they're just going, okay, we're not going to put something, what, something in January, and we're not going to put something in September, and every other month, we're going to have a big tentpole release. Mm. In theory, a big tentpole release. That didn't work so well with Dumbo. <laughs> it made right. ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> did it make money? I mean, I, I think worldwide it did okay. Good question, actually. Where is Dumbo sitting right now? That was uh, that was in seventh, wasn't it? Didn't that drop to uh, six? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a worldwide three hundred and seven domestic one hundred and one, and it is mm-hmm. in its. Uh, fourth week, yeah, fourth week. Oh, okay. You'll get you'll get what? Avengers making three hundred million, and then come holiday season, Star Wars is going to be three twenty. I don't think so, Dino. I think there's enough there's enough yeah. people that are angry at the at the Star Wars. Yeah, that they're going to question. Will Star Wars make two hundred? Two hundred, I think it will. It'll make two hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the the thing that I, I'm surprised nobody brought up about this is the finality of it. Like you're getting the no matter what people said, if like like Sean was talking about earlier, the complaints of of Infinity War being half a story. Here it is. It's it, you know it's the season finale. It's everything's coming to this this one one movie. So it, it's same thing for Star Wars. But but Avengers, you're getting the end of a lot of stories. I mean, there's there's so many rumors about 
certain actors not not sticking around and there's this you know soft reset with with brie larson being the head of that however you feel about that but yeah it's it it, sh- it should garner more attention for people that are in the know because you know that at the very least you're, you're getting the end of a story if not mm-hmm. a couple yeah i'll take all of your silences i'm crazy <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a- absolutely wonky. But, it, it, I mean, it's it's true. There's some weight behind it. And I keep making the Game of Thrones comparison, but, like, they're two big uh, societal things that took root in pop culture, and they're Coming both kind of winding down at yeah. the same time. Yep. One's slightly more violent than the other, but there's still going to be a big throwdown, and a lot of people are going to die, and uh, sexy time. I don't know. Like, but... <laughs> so, Sean, what, is there a way that this movie could piss people off? Oh, <laughs> I think there's countless ways this movie. Really? Made. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, just even with you know that they have to undo half the universe dying, and so you can just start going down the list of potential solutions that would not go over well. It was all just a dream. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> horrible. Uh, you, if the, I think if you do Days of Future Past, this universe, you make people mad. People wanted them to do a reset on the X Men universe because they'd gone just so funky with a couple of them. They right. don't want you to erase the first Avengers from the timeline. They could do something like that and step on a lot of people's toes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the the biggest, most obvious obstacle they're running against is that. The hype level is at 11, mm-hmm. and you can only deliver a movie that's up to a 10. So <laughs> anytime mm-hmm. you do that, then naturally um, you can – there's there's way more room for disappointment with this movie than there is for it exceeding our expectations. And that's a dangerous game to play. So I, I think there's a lot of potential for it to, to go bad. There's a lot of potential for it to be very satisfying, awesome, obviously for all the reasons that we're all excited – I mean, we were all really pumped about episode one, too. Oh, oh, <laughs> hit me in the gut there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you said you said that the hype level is 11, but the best they could do is a 10. So is this movie destined to not not be as approved as Infinity War? I'm like, I, again, I'm somebody with with comic fatigue and I quite enjoyed Infinity War and am looking forward to to Endgame. And that's that's something coming from me because I I'm tired. I'm ready. I'm ready for uh, what's that? That one, the, the Superman one. That's kind of a horror Bright movie. Burn. Bright burn. Bright yeah. burn. Yeah. yeah. I cannot uh, wait for that. I'm ready for all these different takes on the genre. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think it's it's part of what could make Infinity War pop a little bit is that you can do do that ending one time. <laughs> that you can, yeah. you can do something that's like, all right, we normally do happy endings, and it's like, just kidding, <laughs> boom. And you can get away with something that just leaves you on this, whoa, they just did that. I don't think they're going to be able to do that again. Right. They're going to go for the happy ending. They're going to go for these real satisfying, like, and then Iron Man runs off and gets married, and then Captain America ends up in an alternate timeline where he gets to spend time with Peggy. And then old man Steve shows up at Iron Man's way. Like, they're going to do stuff like that that maybe it'll hit just right, and it'll be like, oh, I'm so glad they went sappy on this one. Or maybe it'll come <laughs> off like, what were you guys thinking? I But there's so many ways that this could go sour, but... You know, that at their worst, I think they're still very watchable. So I'm not too worried, but sure. at the same time. Whew. Yeah. So I'll start with you, Sean, and then this is kind of going to get passed out to the rest of you guys. How, do you think that we're going to have some definite deaths? And is it going to be more than one? Some 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 valuable characters dying and, and, and or staying dead? I sure well, I, hope so. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially the main three, right? At least one or two of them has to go. Go. Like who's Thor. the wait, who's the third? Thor is the one of the, the third. Thor, Kappa, Iron Man, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, I guess you could throw Bruce Banner in there, and uh, like have it be the main four. Hmm. What if they all have to like sacrifice themselves in order to like bring everybody back? I was thinking that that'd yeah. be one way to do it, but that's that's one that's one death. I mean, right. one person to to save the entire universe. So. Right, exactly. Okay, that's kind of what I've been saying since last hmm. year is that it feels right to kill off Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Like you can just kill off yeah. Steve Rogers, and I don't th- think you feel like, oh no, this is horrible. Like we, you, you don't see a future for him. Like he's a guy out of his time that doesn't know what you know Star Wars is, and the <laughs> late girl that he likes um, is, uh, you know, obviously dead and an old lady, and then <laughs> had this creepy thing where he kissed her, you know, granddaughter or whatever it was, and you know he's a guy out of his time and he's a soldier. He, like he's been trying to die a war- soldier's death. Since the 40s, you kill him off and you can 
get have this big impactful death. He sacrifices himself the soldier, and it's okay. You kill off Tony when he's trying to settle down and get <laughs> married and have kids. That doesn't feel right. Like mm. <laughs> you kill off Ant Man and leaves his daughter up. Like that doesn't feel right. So I, it's just Steve's the one that seems. The greater right good, Sean. The greater good. It's, it's true. You kill off <laughs> Nebula. Like Nebula is defined by her relationship to everyone else, and they're all all dead currently. So kill her yeah, off and bring right. them back, <laughs> and then kill off Steve Rogers. We get two deaths, two pretty different franchises. We're good to go. All right. So, two, Lindsay, two, no, one, uh, one I've heard the idea of Nebula dying for the rest of the Guardians, and there's something about that I really like, uh, as dark as that is, because like, um, I, I agree with you, Sean. I really wasn't crazy about Guardians two very much, uh, but I did like how they developed Nebula more, uh, especially like her relationship with Gamora and how they always used to fight, and she just wanted a sister, mm-hmm. and so this would be actually a really good moment for right. Nebula. So I, that'd be cool. I don't know how it would work practically. Does like one person need to sacrifice themselves for like X number of people to be unsnapped, <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, I, I like yeah, I, the things time like that. Yeah. It's the time stone. Yeah, but you the, can go it, back in time. That that's that, that's really. Uh, my question though is, starts. if they do that and they go back in time and they undo stuff, then going forward, how does like Marvel movies after this solve problems outside of just right. hey time stone? Right. That's that's the shark about to get jumped. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dino, do we have a big death? Do we have more than one? No, I, I agree with uh, Sean. I, I think Steve Rogers deserves a soldier's death, and, and I would be happy with that. Uh, anybody else dying? Eh, I don't know. You'll have okay. everybody up in arms. <laughs> yep. I See, I don't I don't know. if they, I mean, oh, hey. they killed half half of everybody off last time, and you know, I didn't see many but people complaining. But they knew that wasn't the end, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. This is bolting. So. <laughs> well, I, it, it was just done so well last time. Like, I think Spider-Man's death is still traumatized, like, an entire generation. I, I know I wake up sometimes screaming, Spider-Man! And, uh, but <laughs> uh, it was just done so right is why it works. So just the trick will be, like, can they get an emotional impact from it coming back that they were that they got from everyone dying or snapping yeah, or whatever? Exactly. That, that's, the, that's the kicker. Um, so they introduced a new character in between, technically introduced, like, I don't know, she's, she's from the nineties. So Captain Marvel is getting shoehorned into the middle of this story. Do you think space pagered in, not shoehorned in. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. They call the red phone. Um, <laughs> so do you think they're going to have a hard time wiggling her into this story? Because it, it, it is, I mean, as an outsider, as somebody who's not truly a fan, it, it does look a little funky. Then halfway through a story, dropping somebody that we really didn't have much knowledge about right. at, at the beginning of the movie. I think she'll have a, a role to play, but I don't think she'll be the answer. Like, maybe she'll, like, keep something busy single-handedly or maybe, like, punch Thanos in the face a couple times so they can retry the getting the glove off of his hand thing that they couldn't quite get to work last time. And since Peter Quill's been snapped, you know, it's obviously going to work this time, so... Yeah, but Uh, isn't she supposed to be stronger than than even Thor? uh, I I think she's got, like, Thor's endurance, like, the strength of Thor, like, the endurance of Hulk. Some cartoon always said that, and I always use that as the frame of reference when thinking of her. I mean, who knows? I mean, like, plus, he's got the glove, and I guess the question is going to be, because the glove is obviously damaged at the end of Infinity War, so how much power is the glove? How much can he use the glove in this one? I guess that'll be the determining factor in how much muscle they need to take him down this time. You mean the gauntlet? Oh, gauntlet glove, the, <laughs> the, the silk handkerchief of infinity. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know, as somebody who, who quite popular popularly does not enjoy Captain Marvel, are you going to be, you know, sitting with your arms crossed like, I don't care what this girl does. It's not fair. She shouldn't be in, in this. Yeah, plop her. Are, are you going <laughs> to? Oh, and he freezes. He'll, uh, he'll be back in a second. What did he give it? Um, what did he give it? <laughs> Come on, CP. Come on, material, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he he talks about me giving. Yeah, you froze up there, CP. But um, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Sean did a great impression of you. Oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> I mean, do, so, does she deserve being plopped into this last movie like this? Ah. Uh, I don't got much to say about it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't a fan of Captain Marvel, and let's leave it at that. So, so I don't know. 
uh, I, I guess a better way to put it is, are you going to be harder to be won over if, if she does end up being an integral piece to this? No, no. I mean, again, it, it's I have high hopes for the movie and they'll use her character right. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about it. You know, it's what she has Ooh. to say at press conferences that may... <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Go on. I just had an interesting thought. Uh, so, so he snapped away half the life in the universe. Have we confirmed if that's pets? Like, is it, uh, is it just sentient life? Like, is the flirting that... still around? Did people? Did like a family lose their dog? But the like, you know, the main family's okay. Like, I think it's half of life. Interesting. I think so, Sean had probably... something to say there. You got something well, to say, I Sean? Sean isn't, hasn't given his. Uh, oh, okay, okay. The shorning of. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. He looks like he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think they they went too much detail because even if part of the the plan of taking out half the universe was to make resources more available, if you take out half of all life, plants, mm-hmm. we eat animals. <laughs> um, there's you lose a lot of resources in doing this too. So, um, I think they intentionally didn't answer too many questions on that one. Uh, with Captain Marvel, I would expect it's going to play out kind of like the way. Um, Black Panther was used in Infinity War, which is to say they introduced this character right before the new big release. The movie does really well, and people are like, oh, they're going to be this major part. Of course, Kevin Feige's talking everything up, but, you know, he's not stupid. He knows that there's a bunch of established people. There's already a bunch of people here that you don't want to just suddenly shift this big thing towards the new guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And so all the indications seem to be that there's different missions in this movie and different people team up and go to different places. So I th- she'll be very prominent inside mm-hmm. of whatever her mission is. But, um, you know, I, I'm guessing she's – I've got them right here. I'm guessing <laughs> Thor and Captain Marvel are going to go off together, have a – you know, the little romance, romance still going on. Oh, my. Really? Yeah. Um, and they're they're going to be our cosmic people trying to save the day somewhere. Maybe going off to find Valkyrie or the left mm. uh, as guardians or something like that. Korg, uh, yeah, Korg's coming back. You know, it's it's going to be something like that. But you know, our big thing that's driving what we're doing is we're watching Tony and Captain America go through time or something like that with Ant Man. Uh, that's what I'm guessing is going to happen. And I also think that Captain Marvel's going to be better in this movie than she was in her own movie, both for plot reasons with. Captain Marvel, her characters doesn't know who she is, and she's being told by people, hey, stop having emotions. Oh, so a lead character that doesn't know who they are, that's told not to have emotions. Wow, it's so charismatic and likable. <laughs> what a great strategy for making a character enjoyable to watch. This movie, it's not that. She's been embracing who she is for 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows who she and has been embracing her emotions. And all of these characters, except for maybe Tony Stark, have gotten better when they're put with other people to banter with. Mm-hmm. You you watch the first Captain America, you watch the first Thor, and they were still figuring out the characters a little bit, but you put them in the first Avengers, and suddenly you can get their sense of humor, the banter and everything that makes them so much more likable. Captain America Winter Soldier, suddenly you put Black Widow, you put Falcon in the mix, and there's more kind of just a, a dynamic to it. And then, of course, Captain America Civil War is just basically Avengers 2.5. <laughs> um, and so I think you take Captain Marvel, you put her with the A-team, and she can just kind of do make her little looks that she did in her movie to these people dropping these one-liners. And she just gets a better opportunity to shine, to get funny moments than she did playing against, you know, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who's, you know, far more charismatic than Captain Marvel as a character. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, so we're at 10 p.m. Sean, why don't you tell us what you got coming up on your channel? I mean, it's Avengers Central, if, if I'm guessing right pretty right? much the next the two weeks, weeks is uh in-game follow-up videos so tomorrow night uh hopefully tomorrow night i've got my avengers spoiler free review then my spoiler review a couple days after that and then just kind of updating all of my marvel rankings the movies the heroes the villains and then the big thing i've got coming in about a week and a half i, I i've watched every single marvel movie we go back to Doc Howard mm. the Duck. Captain oh Hulk, wow! Okay. Fantastic Four, nineteen ninety four. All the Punisher movies, including wow. Dolph Lundgren, all of them. Yes, uh, Dolph Lundgren. Fifty eight movies. I actually have watched fifty five as of right now, and I got mm. Endgame tomorrow, and then I have to watch the two Amazing Spider Man movies, and f- ranking all fifty eight. I think I'm going to break it up into a few different videos, but that's the big thing that's coming up. That's like my magnum opus. Like I can yeah. retire. Once I've done this deal. <laughs> I love how you save Amazing Spider-Man for last. <laughs> That's his Avengers Endgame. Kept, kept, kept dodging it, dodging it. 
and now I got to watch it. Mm. <laughs> Lindsay, you got anything coming up? Uh, I mean, I got, I'm definitely going to do something on Avengers. I'm still kind of working on something for Game of Thrones, so we'll see if I get something out about that before all the hell breaks loose next week. Uh, but that's it. That's the big ones, and I'm going to be editing this podcast together trying to get it posted tomorrow. Great. Dino? Um, got our, uh, me and Ted got our top ten sci-fi movies of all time and nice. top ten fantasy films of all time coming up this week, so there you go. Thanks. Awesome. And I'll be sitting Emily down, the horror fanatic, to watch Avengers. Just Avengers. Just Avengers <laughs> 1, 2, and uh, Infinity War before we go see Endgame on Thursday. So there's that. It'll be documented somehow. Also, there, uh, his and uh, Emily's video on the Glass trilogy is very good. You guys should check that out. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, your check's in the mail. Um, <laughs> there you go. Once again, Sean, thank you so much for joining us. And um, thanks, everybody, for watching. And everybody in the chat, thanks for joining us and taking part. Uh, we'll see you for the after hours. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. We're in the money. Oh, I'm on the honey.